you can live out your MasterChef dreams. When you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome. Welcome to the Haunted Estate. Hello and welcome back to the Haunted Estate here with your host Selena and Joel and we're here to talk to you yet again another week I don't even know how you became a co-host of this but we just did it once and it just flowed so easy because you be my baby brother but it has been a good time guys it's been a whole week I don't know why it feels so much longer than that it does, it's crazy Does it feel like it's it, been a really long time it feels like it's been a month but we record every Monday yeah isn't that weird hmm. I'd like to record like two this week and we can like get ahead of the game for the first time ever in case you guys don't know, Selena says this every week. Yeah, I do. And we never do. And we never do. <laughs> never do it. <laughs> but guys, um, honestly, a lot's been going on in the world, in our personal lives, in our daily lives. A lot of shit has been going down. As you know, last episode, Joel was literally waiting on his toes about that house. So I know you're probably wondering what happened with Joel in the house. Joel, take it away. Drum roll, please. <laughs> Boom. I did not get the house. No. It was like an hour after phone call, after recording the podcast phone call. I was outbid. It they By over $200,000. Yeah, by over $200,000. Yeah. It was like $250,000, wasn't it? Over, yeah. Yeah, the housing market's crazy here. So Selena and I, within about a month, have both struck out on a house. Yeah. House oh. is. Do you ever just get a pain in your chest like you're dying? No. Like right here? Where your heart is? Yeah, it'll go away in a sec. It's very concerning, Selena. I honestly think like I'm dying sometimes because mm. I get like these pains in my body. Oh, uh, I did something today to my body. Oh, please inform <laughs> us. Me. So guys, um, I don't know if you've seen these videos like on TikTok or Instagram where people drink magnesium citrate. Um, I think that's what it's called. The the drink. It's you go to shoppers. It's super bitter. You drink it, and like you usually drink it before you have a colonoscopy or something like that. It's like white powder you mix with water. See, here's the thing. We're gonna get a little TMI here. My body is not okay. <laughs> um, I got my gallbladder out in 2016, and, and nothing's been okay. Nothing was okay before that, but things are really not okay now. 
So I've just been having a miserable time. And I'm like, I just want to evacuate my body and start over fresh. Like we're not just, we're not just drying. We're not just wiping off this chalkboard today. We are going at it with a washcloth and we are cleaning out my body. So about a half an hour ago now, I drank a double dose of magnesium um make You're- sure you google this before you do it okay but i i'm going to and you know what the worst part is i'm so tired and now i'm gonna be up all night you're evacuating ab- you're about to pressure wash a chalkboard <laughs> i am about to pressure wash my toilet but yeah guys today has been such an interesting day joel and i actually took off oh i need to grab him hold on <laughs> joel like didn't know what we were going to get and i think he like wasn't impressed but um, <laughs> I, I got these dolls. So everybody on Facebook was tagging me and messaging me being like, you need to see these dolls. They're the scariest thing that we were seeing. You need to get these dolls. So they weren't sold, of course, because who wants haunted, totally creepy, demonic dolls other than me? So I get a hold of the lady, keep forgetting forever. And then I tell Joel today, I'm like, can we go to Stratford? I want to pick up these dolls. So these are the dolls. If you're watching the video version, um, just i'm honestly live on tiktok too so i'm just gonna show you these are the dolls they're literally the scariest thing i've ever seen just standing there with his hand oh they're so weird man it's they're just really scary and they're my family now and for some reason this one has a lion tail what this one has a tail they're like mushy potato face dolls i think they're called apple dolls or something like apple face dolls but they sit so i just thought that these could be my little buddies they're they're extra hosts on the podcast yeah there are extra hopefully they have something to say or not (laughs) but um when we were in stratford (laughs) we were looking for taco bell we were so sad to see that there wasn't a taco bell in stratford but then joel's like oh my god oh my god selena there's a cop over there and i'm like what and he's like do you want to go be nosy and i'm like is rice white so we headed over there and joel's like oh my god oh my god and he's getting arrested so we pull up to where you have to pull out which is right where they're gonna be um like they're right there and i told you i'm like put on bad boys bad boys like the old cops theme from like the 80s like bad boys bad boys what you gonna do so we get it on and we blast it and the guy who's getting arrested starts laughing his ass off (laughs) yeah it was hilarious no it was it was really 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 funny um what else we want to talk about on this podcast there's like been a couple things today where i'm like oh my god we need to talk about that we've done a couple funny things today well we're sorry you didn't get the house that's ah, okay it's so ridiculous wasn't meant to be we're at such different like price points too which is crazy and it doesn't really matter like this girl i was talking to her house sold for like 200 over like i remember like when my mom and dad went to sell their house it sat on the market for months for, like like Two a months? year no it's like almost a year you guys moved out fully to lansdowne fully moved out of nescapi and i was it was funny actually it was right when adam and i started dating we went there and we pulled down all of the wallpaper in the front room and we painted it. Mm. And right after that is when it like finally sold. But it sat for like, yeah, six months to a year of trying to sell it. And it just like wouldn't sell. But now it's like, oh, do I fix it? That was fuck it. Someone's going to buy it anyways. Someone will still buy it for 200000 over asking. What's the point? Seriously. Yeah. I really wanted to move to like a Victorian house. Like something really, really beautiful and Victorian. But like. Now I'm just thinking like a new build or something, just like have it a just low maintenance a couple of years. It'd just be so nice, nice and new and clean, just new. And just, yeah, like like a like a low maintenance kind of vibe anyways, mm. instead of like living life 
like i feel like an old house is like having a kid like you're always like checking up on it and fixing things about it and stuff like that Hmm. yeah man man i thought there was a ghost in my house today why so in the middle of the night i was like bam i should really plug in my tesla because it's super super cold and i checked on the app and it was down to like 20 percent, and i was like this might die so i went out to the car out back and um i plugged it in i came in i shut the gate i went to bed i got up this morning to let the girls out took a look the back gate was open oh and the weird thing was is the first the back gate was open and then adam I can't remember what happened. He's not there. I can't remember what happened, but I'm like, there's a ghost here. Like something just happened and, and there was some kind of vibe. The handprint in the snow in your car. Oh, I did on that. On your other car. Oh, that was you? Yeah, I was just playing with you. Like, what do you think did that? It was me. I have a ghost story from my friend. I remember now yeah, from tell last us. week. Yeah, so previously I talked about a good, obviously I'll leave names out of it, a good friend of mine who died in a car crash. Uh, Rest in peace, our friend. Yeah, it was it's important for me to correct he's completely sober it's time my apologies for that but uh anyways she this is what did you say there he was sober at the time i made the assumption that he might have been intoxicated but he wasn't okay anyways uh this is from his dear sister hey Celine and joel i thought i would send you this story about the first house my husband and i bought just outside of town where you guys live we live in woodstock yes where we had a visitor of some sort for a month or so. This was a two-story house in the cu- out in the country. One night laying in bed, somebody started knocking on the side of the house right behind our heads in our second-story bedroom. Our dog, Maisie, ooh, <gasps> I didn't read this before. My dog's name is Maisie, uh, started barking. Started barking like mad. So my husband took her and went outside to see if they could find anything. And there was nothing and no one out there. As soon as he laid back down in the bed, there was another knock, knock, knock on the wall behind us. Always three knocks because Father, Son, Holy Ghost, right? Yeah, they mock the Holy Trinity. Yeah, on the wall behind us again. So again, him and Maisie got up, checked outside and found nothing. Back to bed and again, knock, knock, knock. This time we ignored it and we didn't hear anything for the rest of the night. The next morning when my husband was sleeping, I woke up and let the dog outside. As I was leaning on the deck railing, watching her sniff around in the backyard, I heard and felt footsteps running across the deck right behind me. I turned around quickly, but there was no one there. Dude. Two days later, when I came downstairs in the morning, somebody or something had moved a roll of toilet paper from the bathroom onto the kitchen counter. Several nights, our dog would stand at our patio door, wagging her tail, excited for someone to be coming up, except I was already home and my husband was working late. Dude. I always kept a pot of water on our wood stove to help with the humidity, even when the stove wasn't lit, as there was a warm week in September, October, the fire was not going. Suddenly, there was a bubbly noise from the pot, just like somebody had stuck a straw in the water and it blew bubbles up. I thought I was going crazy, but Maisie woke up from her nap and started barking at the pot of water, so she'd heard it too. That was the last odd thing that happened, but one of the spookiest things since our dog had also experienced it. A little while later, I was talking to a neighbor whose brother-in-law built and lived in the house years ago, which was all strange occurrences had happened. He had some health issues and was in the hospital, and he unfortunately passed away, and all the odd behavior had stopped. Perhaps the first owner of the house wanted to come see it again and had some fun one last time before moving on. Whatever it was, we'll never know. Thanks for reading. Lots of love. Love your podcast. Dude, that's a sick and story. there's a video, if it'll load. What is it? It's not loading. No. Just believe me. It's the dog freaking out, but no one's there. You know what's so weird is like, I, I dogs, like, that's why like the pet network had a ghost show because like animals are so prone to knowing what's going on. And 
the the after Jackson and Max died for weeks, Gucci would just randomly start barking. Nothing. They're in tune. Like, right there in the kitchen, she'd be barking so hard at the back door or like in the living room or stuff like that. But like the weird thing is, is like Max and Jax, I'm so aware of their presence. Mm. Like it's not like we're we heard Jackson that one time, but like. I have these weird moments where like I get up and go to the bathroom and it's like, I know Max just followed me out and walked down the hallway. Like, but I don't even think that he's dead. Like, it's just, that's something I was so used to. I don't know. It's weird. I just miss them. I miss them so much. And I have these moments like today when we were shopping and I saw this like big stuffed bear and I immediately went to it to grab it. Cause I was like, Oh, Jackson would love to like hump the shit out of uh-huh. this. But then I'm like, Jackson's dead. Uh, no, no, no. I just wish their urns weren't so big. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. It is funny the opposite size of the urns for everyone who doesn't know. Yeah. Selena's two dogs recently passed away. And the little dog is in a big rock. And the big dog is in a little rock. I think, I think what I'll do, um, like for our next house, I, I'm going to repot them. <laughs> Jesus. I just said it like a plant. I'm going to pull their ashes out and put them in the urns so I can like keep them inside. But those big rocks, I'm probably going to put outside because they're, they're too big for inside a house. Mm. It's in a bag inside the rock. Just so everyone knows too. Did I open it? You did. Yeah. I've opened them both now. Both. Max's bag is so big you can't get it out. It's a big dog, man. In his tiny rock. <laughs> oh my gosh. I miss him so much. And it's so weird. Um, if you guys, you know, watch me on TikTok and stuff, you might have seen I duetted um, someone named Raina. And Raina does these amazing videos where she is at the Rainbow Bridge. She meets our lost pets at the Rainbow Bridge. And it was crazy because Jackson died and she did one about Jackson. And then when Max passed away, um, she did max coming to the rainbow yeah. bridge and she talked about jackson meeting him there and how jackson got his room ready and stuff like that um unfortunately a little update on that she posted um yesterday i think it was or the day before that her golden retriever noah had suddenly passed away and it kind of sounded like 
the same kind of thing that happened to Jackson. And it was just so hard to see the person who's kind of kept us all like really strong and stuff have to go through the same thing. Like I'm sure she's gone through it in her life before, but she was just so heartbroken. So to anybody listening and knows Raina, please go send her some love. Raina uh, Raina at the Rainbow Bridge. um, She deserves all our love and prayers right now because there's nothing like when it's fresh. You have never experienced losing a pet ever in your life. Buddy. You mean the hamster that lived in my bedroom that you didn't want and you made me take care of? It was the family hamster. Family. You had nothing. Grandma died, so I bought my brother a hamster because he was so sad. And I didn't just buy Joel a hamster. I fully snuck a hamster into the house when I knew we weren't allowed to have pets. And um, we always thought Buddy was a boy. And then Buddy got um, ovarian cancer. and Had a little junk in his trunk, you could say. He got a little big in the hips. Tell them what happened with his his hamster, though. Uh, uh, The house we grew up in, it was like a two-story house. And Selena's bedroom was upstairs. It was a family hamster, but it was Selena's hamster. Uh, sort of like how the family dog is one person's. But anyways, uh, some Selena would always just let it run around and be free. No, not the hamster. Yeah, didn't you? That was the bunny. How'd the hamster end up in the vent? Because hamsters are escape artists. It like broke its car- it like broke the cage apart. Anyway, said hamster made it into the vent, and then the hamster's missing for like three days. No, like three weeks. Three weeks maybe. And then it's like a summer like the spring and summer like it was around that time of year so it was like the first time that my dad was going to turn the air conditioning on which obviously the furnace and air conditioning units in the basement so he turns the air conditioning on and there's like this unbelievable like like an off-centered drum there's like a big fan that spins and the hamster this poor hamster somehow had fallen two stories through the vents ran along the vents fell into the furnace and got nicked by the fan (laughs) but was still alive dude this hamster had a bum leg for the rest of its life but my dad my dad is so afraid of rodents and i remember we had like this and it was crazy too because this hamster had stuffed its cheeks full of hamster food Uh to the point that like it must have been huge because he had been gone for weeks and there was still food in the furnace of his like hamster food Mm. and like dad got a hockey stick and taped a ziploc bag to it and like scooped the hamster out and he like looked at me he's like are you ready already he's probably gonna be dead it's probably whatever he pulls it out this hamster gets into my hands it's fucked it's like when you drop your goldfish and it just starts (laughs) swimming around in circles like honestly i kept saying to my dad i'm like you need to kill it you need to kill it like it's it's suffering it's suffering it was like laying it just kept rolling around in circles like it had severe brain damage severe and my dad's like no no just put it in his cage put it in his cage so we put it in the cage we put it in the dark the next morning i wake up to the sound all here's the fuckers running the fuckers running Back to normal in his in his thing with his bum leg this hamster lived for five years yeah it's incredible this hamster this hamster made it from from that house to the other house mm. and like went away to college yeah it's incredible and life. this hamster still lived mm. that's when you had the hamster when i was at college yeah maybe that's when i looked after it yeah because <laughs> but we yeah that i can't that hamster lived for so long <laughs> until eventually it got so old selena took it to the vet and it well got i went in one day to feed it and there was blood all over the cage mm. and then she's like yeah so I had to put down, which I'm going to tell you right now to put down a hamster. Uh, it might be $8 to buy, but it was $280 to put down. <laughs> yeah. Which we got to put down because it's our family member and we love it and we take care of it. I didn't want it to suffer. They're like, oh, you can just like let it die. And I'm like, no, thank you. Yeah, I don't want Everyone else's hamsters are like, oh, I sneezed and my hamster died. Yeah. Or like, 
my i like my turn my music turned on loud and my hamster died like they die for no reason and here i am just like i could have thrown this at a wall i never would have but i'm just saying and it was cute too it looked like a little panda bear like you know like disney movies are inspired by pets yeah with like valiant strengths and feats where they've completed unbelievable things mm-hmm. our hamster could be the star of a disney movie <laughs> oh my god yeah and his name was buddy yeah <laughs> buddy buddy the girl hamster uh. like buddy the elf so my we have a book today i have a book selena bought well it's book. it's a historical it's a historical thing so we're gonna do a couple historical readings um about some like famous ghost thing so yeah take it away the first, one first this is the ghost stories of the war of 1812 but the very first i just opened this book the very first thing captain swayze and the old angel Inn. which i've done like a whole episode talking about this and like reading all the articles but like here is a literal few pages long thing so joel take it away and what it, what it didn't we just spend a night at the old angel Inn? we did we just spent a night at the old angel Inn with sam and colby sam and colby i can't wait that video is gonna be coming out in february um sam and colby and katrina are probably my favorite people in the world awesome they are the kindest sweetest most amazing people and i always tell people like sam and colby i've watched them since forever mm. and how scared was i Ah, I didn't know because my eyes were closed the whole time. <laughs> no, no. How scared was I meeting them? Oh, nervous. Oh, very nervous. I thought I was going to die. Nervous. I Even my buddies that I always sit in the garage and drink beer with, I say they could sit in this garage right now. We wouldn't miss a beat. Yeah, they were really cool. Down to earth. Guys. Yeah, they're cool. Yeah. They're cool. Anyways, Captain Swayze in the Old Angel Inn. Colin Swayze does his best not to worry, but his heart is heavy and his deathly and he is deathly afraid. Another hour has gone by, and still his beloved Yoretta has not stolen away from her watchful father to join him. How many nights has it been since she's met him in the basement of the inn for their secret rendezvous? As midnight approaches, there's still no sign of her, but the young man waits, optimistically certain she will arrive soon. But as the hour passes, a dreadful fear grows in the pit of his stomach. He grows restless and begins pacing the wooden floors. His previously cautioned his previous caution disappears and he begins to wander about the building searching desperately for yoretta we promise never to be apart for from one another so where can she be he wonders to himself it's a question captain colin swayze has been asking for nightly for 200 years as he maintains a lonely vigil for his betrothed for his betrothed for his betrothed for his betrothed he waits patiently for her to join him in niagara's old angel inn unaware his time to leave is long past tragically is not he has not realized that long as he remains earthbound he can never be reunited with her nor does he seem to realize that his premature and tragic death that separated him from her but for one ill-conceived decision born of passion the two might have enjoyed a long and happy life together the Old Angel Inn is an English-style pub located a stone's throw from the historic main street of Niagara-on-the-Lake. As one of the oldest structures in the community, it offers a glimpse into the past. Just step through the doors into the nostalgic interior that dates back to the War of 1812. The Angel Inn's rooms with exposed head-hewn beams and thick, thick plank floors laid down in 1815 still echoes the sound of British soldiers and townsfolk who've gathered there for food and drink for all of two centuries. The inn has survived fire, war, and two centuries of change and now enjoys the reputation of being one of Canada's most haunted properties. Rather than to attempt to hide the presence of the resident ghost, the owners embrace it and it means of tapping into the building's rich history. Plaques posted just outside the front door tell you of Captain Colin Sweet 
Swayze, a British officer who met a tragic death on the premises and has since taken up a permanent residence. And many staff members are more than willing to discuss their own hair-raising encounters with the supernatural. Remember that guy we met there? <laughs> yeah. All the people who work there have ghost stories. Dude, and it's so cool. And everyone who works there is like really chill. You'll actually catch me wearing their shirt sometimes. I love that shirt. Have you worn oh, it? It's so comfy. It's so comfy. And it's like long enough. I've stayed at the old Angel Inn like three times now. Have you really? And I would honestly go. Would you go again with me sometime? I guess, yeah. Return to the old Angel Inn. But yeah, guys, so something that we were recently talking about and has been experienced by some of the people at Old Angel, Old Angel Inn is poltergeist activity. So I remember talking to these people and they were like, yeah, like I was sitting, you know, in the living room and a teapot, like a glass teapot just shot out at them and like shattered. And a lot of people are really curious kind of what poltergeists are. Are they demonic? Are they this? And it's kind of an open-ended question because it can come from a lot of things. But poltergeists really do stem from energy. And we find poltergeists around a lot when there's big shifts happening. So say there's a divorce. Say there's a rowdy teenager. Most of the time, if a woman's going through menopause, if a girl's got a period, if some kids are going through puberty, those are the times that you see poltergeist activity. And that doesn't really mean all the time that this is an intelligent entity or something like that a lot of the time it is just a weird energy that's kind of been you know concocted it it can have some ill intention but it doesn't mean that it's like an intelligent haunting the thing about a poltergeist is that it can start and stop out of absolutely nowhere with with no idea like it could be there boom 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 and then damn it's gone it's poof it's gone and that's one thing so a lot of the time whenever i've run into people who do have poltergeist activity or anything like that i just say ignore it anytime it happens ignore it whatever emotional situations are going on in your house or whatever it is you know maybe someone's going through menopause maybe it's a divorce deal with it deal with it if someone's going through puberty (laughs) you just have to deal with it but poltergeist activity i find my best advice is always to just absolutely ignore it and kind of like a bee sometimes it'll go away you know poltergeists aren't exactly like the movie the poltergeist where it's going like crazy a lot of the time you know you think you have a ghost when you come out and all your cupboards are open and then randomly it's never happened again Mm. but that's what i would say is a poltergeist and i feel like it's this weird shift in energy but um, I've been really collecting stories over the years, historical stories about Ontario, which is where I live. And this one is called the Shutter Street Poltergeist. <clears throat> Isabel Jemitque prepared this detailed report on the poltergeist-like disturbances that she experienced over the five or so years while living in her own apartment. For the record, the apartment is located in the big in the building. It, in the building at 295 Shutter Street in downtown Toronto. She prepared this report with my request on the 19th of December, 1988. She had contacted me after learning that I was on the lookout for accounts of hauntings, strange sightings, etc. The report was keyboarded and printed by Miss Jermerit's son um, on an Apple computer. An Apple computer in 88, wow. I have um, minimally edited it for publication here. It takes a hearty soul to endure such disturbances. Okay. I moved into the one-bedroom apartment in which I'm living now on August 13th, 1983. As I was moving from a large two-bedroom apartment, I had too much furniture. So I hung my clothes in the closet in the bedroom. And I put away my things in the dresser drawers. But at first, I didn't actually sleep in my bedroom. I could hardly reach the bed for all the furniture and things. Whenever I worked my way into the bedroom to get a change of clothing, I would hear a male voice groaning within the closet. 
During the weeks, I wouldn't use the bed. The door was kept closed because the bedroom was such a mess of furniture. In spite of this, I found the door was frequently open. This happened many times a day. I knew that I had not left it open. One particular day when the door was shut, I tried to push it open, but it felt like someone was holding the door tightly shut. Suddenly, it gave way. I stumbled into the room. This was just the beginning. The following is a list of the phenomenon that occurred in that apartment over the last five years and continue to occur to this day. August to October 1983, the day after I moved in, I began hearing tapping noises in the bedroom whenever I entered it. These noises spread all over the apartment. Then snorting sounds came from the oven and spread all over the apartment. The first night that I slept in the bedroom, all the coat hangers in the closet started to rattle for no apparent reason. Snorting came from inside the closet. These sounds continued on a nightly basis. Occasionally growling noises came from behind the television scent set. December 1983 to January 1984. My granddaughter and, grand and grandson moved from Vancouver to Toronto. They spent a considerable amount of time in my apartment and experienced some of the following phenomenon. We were touched on the arms and had our hair tweaked. We heard snoring sounds from the oven and rattling of the oven racks. My daughter suggested taking pictures of the open oven. The film showed faces and figures. About this time, I was hugged by an invisible presence. On Christmas Day, rapping was heard on the headboard behind my bed. My daughter, sleeping over that night, was struck in the back. Banging was also heard on the inside of the closet door. My daughter and I saw a male shadow moving out of the dining room. There were no males present in the apartment at the time. The next night, the, on the advice of a psychic center, we decided it was wise to sleep in my daughter's apartment on Wesley Street. When leaving my place, we heard footsteps behind us as we walked down the corridor to the elevator. We turned and looked, but no one was there. While we were at my daughter's, some plastic bags began to rustle, as if someone was moving them. During this month, I... Sorry, guys. I have so many pets. During this month, I read the book Supernature by Lyle Watson. It said a man in Sweden was getting spirit voices on his tape recorder. I decided to borrow a tape recorder for my son. We turned it on and recorded a voice saying, Strange one, Jimmy. Find me. Jimmy, Jimmy. Find me if you can. April 1984. My daughter moved from Wesley Street to an apartment in the building next to mine. One night, she left my place at 7.30 p.m. Just after she left, my apartment door opened and closed by itself. At 9 p.m., my daughter telephoned me to say she could hear a man humming in her apartment. At midnight, I could hear him humming in my apartment. On one occasion, I heard the sound of somebody flicking the light shade. When I looked up, the light shade was vibrating. May 1984. I found an enormous handprint on the kitchen cupboard. A mysterious formation of moisture appeared on the wall without explanation. I call 100 Huntley Street and a prime minister and a minister prime minister and a minister came to my apartment after the minister left the bottom of the drapes over my sliding balcony door were flung out about two feet above the level floor i heard growling and scratching as if an animal was trying to escape july 1984 my eight-year-old daughter and i saw many quarter moon shapes of light moving in the living room later that night i saw two flashes and orange-like flames shooting across the walls there were flames about 16 inches high and four in size at this time the doors and windows and drapes were all closed also during this month i sat on the reading sofa and heard a male voice whistling a tune feet away in august 1985 my granddaughter age nine was alone with me one day when i put the tape recorder on 
I recorded a male voice saying, go out on the 29th, look up. Trudy, don't worry, everyone's coming back. Your dad, Ethel, friends. My nickname is Trudy, and my dad and Ethel have been dead for 35 to 40 years. Another time when I was alone, I heard a noise. I turned up the tape recorder and heard a different male voice say, come child, find thy rest, ending from thee. September 18, September 1985, while taping, I recorded a man speaking Italian. I asked three different people to translate the words for me, and they all said the woman was telling me to read the books in the library. Later that month, my grandmother was sitting on, my granddaughter was sitting on the floor watching TV. We heard the noises that generally accompany the phenomenon. Then we both heard a childlike voice say what sounded like, boke, boke. We decided that the male voice was trying to say, book, book as I was wrapping gifts. I heard the rustle of a Simpsons bag on my sewing machine. I turned and saw a large handprint form the size of a face on the bag. I watched the handprint on the bag relax. January 1987. One night, my grandma, my granddaughter was visiting. She wasn't feeling well and went to bed about 9 p.m. About five minutes later, she started screaming, Nanny, Nanny, help me, get me out of here. When I got to her, she was hysterical, but she told me what had happened. She had turned out the light and pulled the covers, with the top part folded about the middle of her chest. Suddenly, the covers were yanked down to the bottom of the bed. I looked, and you could see the spot where things had been grabbed. One other thing like above phenomenon has occurred continuously in this apartment over the past five years. There has never been a break for more than three weeks of the occurrences. Usually, there's an occurrence every night. So I'm going to say from because and I, I like to say this because I feel like you know one thing that a lot of people obviously on TikTok don't know I am Selena spooky boo but I do not create spooky content and it's because I am spooky boo from birth <laughs> um I've spent my whole entire life you know working in the paranormal and going to these cases and learning all of these crazy things and what was described there I would not call a poltergeist that is not what I would call I would call that an intelligent haunting um, there also is, there are people and places like our house on Escapi street, like a psychic came in there and told us where it is kind of like a ghost pass through. Mm-hmm. It is somewhere that, you know, you're kind of like a lighthouse, certain people, like we all radiate energies. Like, you know, when you walk into a room and you're like, you, or you're in there for five minutes and you're like, okay, that dude over there is having a bad day. Oh yeah. We all radiate different levels of energy and we're all kind of on like a different frequency and stuff like that. So some people with their energy, like mine, we pull ghosts in. So for me, I don't live in a haunted house, but I feel as if I'm haunted. So the woman who's here, I think more so she's haunted as a person. And there also has to go about it. If if you're dealing with ghost activity and you're constantly playing into it and you're constantly trying to catch emfs and you're constantly working with flashlights or just like these historical places they're known to be haunted so people are always coming in and trying to speak to the ghost you're gonna keep activating it so for me like i shut it off i shut i say i'm done i'm gonna shut it off for now i I don't want to communicate i don't want anything like that and that's how i spend 99.9999 percent of my life but the woman in this story she's someone who you can tell wants it likes how it keeps happening like invites it invites it not that she wants the attention from it but she's she's very intrigued she's like this mm. is weird but i'm telling you right now if if for probably three months if she just fully tried to ignore it it was it would it wouldn't stop because of who she is but it would become a little bit subdued and Subside. it makes sense because her granddaughter 
and her daughter are experiencing it. Mm. So we have like a familiar kind of like a familia family. It's like connected through family. Yeah, through family and stuff like Mm. that. On the topic of you being spooky, how did this podcast start? Oh my gosh. Okay. So like this is... (sighs) Quick history lesson. So this podcast literally started because I've spent my whole life doing paranormal stuff. Like my whole life. It's, It's pretty much my identity. And I had started, it was the first time in my life where I decided to get involved in a local paranormal group. And this also, to add, this is before, like, everyone now knows what podcasts are. Yeah. But Selena started the podcast when podcasts yeah, weren't 2013, a thing. 2013, 2014. Yeah, no one knew what podcasts were. It was, it was really old. So, like, yeah, this podcast is, like, over 100 episodes. Huh. Um, but when I, so I had joined this group because I had always been kind of a solo person. I didn't like working with teams. I've never really been too much of a people person in that aspect. I just find like a lot of people in the paranormal world that you're either completely sane or you're completely eccentric. Mm. And I didn't like the people who tried to make things out of nothing. Like if there's nothing, I'm going to be honest and say like, I'm not going to try and make it up. And that's why I have a hard time with like some ghost shows, mm-hmm. some adventure like some oh, ghost shows but like it was like seeing sam and colby like that was real like that mm. was insane but um i started this because i got involved with this local paranormal group and the second that i did there was a different paranormal group and there's this woman and she was such a karen oh no the magnesium's kicking in she was <laughs> she was such a karen and out of nowhere she like made up this huge story so i had gone to this one woman's house she said there's crazy things going on in my house can you come out I'm like, of course I can come out. I show up at her house, okay? Oh, is this the one? In Walsingham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I show up at her house with my friend who, when I do my readings, I hold like a deck of, um, she holds a deck of cue cards and she writes down all the little things that I say because I kind of like go into this trancey state. But um, I go to this house. I show up. The woman, we knock. No one answers. She comes to the back door. She's only wearing a shirt, okay? Her clam is out. She's like 60 years old. She's like, she has her hair half dyed in a Walmart bag. And she was like, oh, hey, honey, invites me. And like, we've known each other for 10 years. It was the most, like, I've never been so uncomfortable in my life. But did I have the craziest thing? Like, I don't go in there and trigger goes. I just go around and I tell you the memories that I see. Mm -hmm. So that reading was insane. I was like, yeah, there's a man. He's in the garage. He's wearing overalls. He's not wearing a shirt. Like, and he was able to be like, yeah, that's my dad. He passed away in the garage. And I was able to describe literally everyone. They brought out like their family Bible and showed me all the names that I had said and stuff like that, which was crazy. So a couple months after I joined this paranormal group, this lady had been out to that house after me. And obviously the woman who I met there was like, I don't know what was going on. Okay. But it wasn't, it, it was weird. Mm. I'm not going to say, I don't want to say anything Ill about anybody, No, of course. but it was not, it was, it was an oogie feeling full oogie feeling um so and it's like something i do for free too you know what i mean like it's I, like for, it's a no cost like yeah. i like to help people so she went out there and apparently that woman said that like i left demons there and that i activated all the demon Ugh. stuff so this woman went and made all these posts about me in local buy sell groups like like literally Ugh. dumb stuff so i was like you know what I'm just going to like start a podcast. I'm going to throw my education out there. I'm going to write this book. That's why I wrote my, that's what started me writing. This was this Karen, which is the home reader paranormal journey because like I had worked with a pastor and an, uh, and an exorcist and it was really interesting. And I'm like, I'm going to write this book and I'm going to start this podcast because believe it or not, I do know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's why I'm Selena spooky boo because I'm, I'm haunted. That was eight (laughs) years ago. Nine, 2013, 2014. But yeah. Nine years ago. No, it's bananas. I can't believe we're already done. That blew by so fast. 
but I loved it. Crazy. But no, no. Thank you for the qu- look at you being like a Mister. I'm so ready to go. Do you want to read another? No, one? it's all right. No. We'll save it for next week. Yeah, we'll save it for next week. But yeah. just to give you guys a clue, it's Shadow Sentinels of Saint Mark Cemetery, <laughs> and this one has a picture. <gasps> Joel loves when books have pictures. He loses his mind. It's just better. Also, if you send us stories, send photos. But yeah, I'm also cutting this off because the magnesium has activated, well, and I'm about to paint the bowl. That is too much to say. <laughs> Anyways, guys, as Joel and I say every single week, no matter what's going on in your life, it can change overnight. It did to me. Do not make a permanent decision on a temporary feeling because I know you're feeling shitty. The world is weird. It's upside down. There's so much shit going on, but I'm going to tell you, you got to face those downs to get those ups because there's going to be beautiful and amazing things in your life. And just know if you're feeling unloved that I seriously actually do love you. And the fact that you guys support me blows my entire mind. I love you guys so much. And no matter what, Joel, do you have any final words? Thanks for watching. Thanks for watching, guys. Stay spooky, boo crew. Stay weird. I love you. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.